Welcome to the Eric For Real Show, and I am Eric For Real. Thanks for coming along for the ride. Now please sit back and enjoy the show. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Eric For Real Show, and I am Eric For Real. Um, as usual, you know, with the uh, Eric For Real tradition going on from last season or last chapter, I got to hit you guys with a quote. And uh, this, is, this is a pretty good quote. It uh, fits this guest very, very well. Uh, and it is, words have no power to impress the mind without the exquisite horror of their reality. Edgar Allan Poe. Jeez, I like that. <laughs> it's one of my favorites, actually. I figured you would. Who I have here today, um, this man runs deep. He's, uh, he's pretty well known around the Chicago area. Stop that. Um, kind of fanboying right now. If you guys are checking out the uh, Instagram posts and all that stuff, you guys are pretty hyped for the episode. Uh, I got with me OG Cool. OG yeah. Cool's in the house. OG Everybody. Cool. How's it going, guys? What up, world? It's Original Cool. Cooley says. Cooley, cool. I don't care what you call me as long as you call me. <laughs> Just don't call me late for lunch. Exactly. Hey, uh, but uh, you ever use like your government name? Uh, I do. I tell people all the time. Like before, I was, I was trying to go for that mysterious kind of thing, but uh, most people don't know my name though. That is very true though. Yeah, I figured because I was like, I I tried going for the same thing, and we'll get into that a little bit later. Yeah. Um, it was like I wanted to keep that mystery, the whole like <laughs> I didn't use my last name. My right, first right. name's still Eric, but you know I threw that for real in there. Yeah. And it's just like um, yeah, the mystique of it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, it's weird. I, I, I got like a weird reason why I didn't use my last name. One, it's long as shit, and two, like I just didn't want nobody really like riding my coattail. You know, like oh, right. you know, I'm not saying I was gonna get somewhere, but you know, people just you know, right. You just up. never know, man. Right, 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 right. So what's going on, man? How's uh how's the day going? I know we were in this little shitty weather of a of yeah. A- no, it's uh no, it's going good, man. It's yeah. going good. Uh, today was uh today was a good day for sure. I mean, I still came out of work and, you know, uh, but actually during work, that was a really good thing that happened. So I was just, you know, I, I mean, I work, I work from home um, yeah. and I'm basically like I work for a call center. So I'm just on the phone and like during my little breaks, um, I got a message from somebody who like thanked me. Right. So they were like, you know, I'm a writer and a publicist, but man, your quotes are dope. And they got me through something like I went through last year and like things like that, man, like that. That's that's why I keep going. Yeah. You know? So that made my day. That's probably the nicest thing somebody said to me today. Damn. It's always weird. You're like the second person that said that this week um, where it's kind of like a weird cliche when you're like growing up and you're like kind of not doing your own thing. But you see like these celebrities out here and they're giving a speech and they're the first thing they say is like, ah, oh, it's because of you guys that I'm here and I keep going. And I never understood right. that. I thought it was all bullshit, you know, and it's like. Uh, okay, I think you just got to say that because you have to say that. But then now when like see doing your own thing or putting yourself out, you're like, this is the reason why I'm, I'm no, you know, keeping on keeping, you know? No, it definitely is. Um, it's, yeah, especially with the whole, like with me at least, with the whole writing thing. Like, I mean, I started writing just because I was like not in a really good place. And I remember like I was working at a job that I absolutely hated, right? Like. I was, and it was at the last 10 minutes of, you know how the last 10 minutes suck when you're at a job that you just, you don't want to be there. Yeah. So I'm scrolling through Instagram and I'm like seeing all these like typewritten quotes, right? Mm-hmm. And then people are just like sharing them and shit. I was like, first of all, that doesn't even look cool, like typewritten, <laughs> right? And I was like, I can do that better just by hand. Yeah. And like the voice that it was like 
portraying, right? Those words are not like a brown kid from the southwest side of Chicago, you know, that grew up like I did. So I was like, I can do that. And I literally remember saying, I can do that. Yeah. And yeah, that's how Cooley Says was born. And yeah. Cooley Says. Cooley, Cooley Says. says that's, that's cool. And that, that typewriting shit wasn't cool. So <clears throat> who is cool? What is cool? And why cool? And let me do you one better. When is cool? <laughs> um, the, the reason why I love my name is because... I mean, well, I've been Kool-Aid since 2009. It's actually my fraternity name. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it's my frat name. So, I joined Sigma Lambda Beta back in 2009 at UIC. Um, so, shout out to them. And um, it kind of just stuck, right? I lost my name after that. Nobody called me by my real name. I was just Kool-Aid. Or, and then people started shortening it, Cool or Cooley. Yeah. And I was like, man, whatever. I, I liked it. You know, I, I went with it. And then when I started doing, like, my own thing with the art and with the... Well, first the art. It was just art. Um... I wanted to like, and I've always done graffiti too. So I was like, yeah, that works. You know, I like the way I can write it. And I was just like, yeah, whatever, let's do it. But what I love the most about my name is the fact that it's like, uh, it's almost ironic because mm-hmm. nobody's originally cool, right? Yeah. Like I was a dork growing up, you know, I collected, I still collect action figures and I love reading comics still. And like, I, that's literally who I've been my entire life. Mm-hmm. And I've always known that, you know, and I've been, and I'm comfortable with it. Right. Um, but I was like a dork, you know, and people are like, um, all, you know, I was, I wasn't cool, but now everybody knows me as cool and they think of me as cool. So it's kind of ironic, you know, and it, it, I love it because of that reason, because it's kind of like, kind of teaches you something about life. You know, it's cool is what you make it. You know what I'm saying? You know, cool is being yourself. And if people were able to vibe and rock with what I'm doing because I'm being myself, then that's even cooler than what I'm doing. You know, Yeah. they're accepting and they're being kind and they're just enjoying who i am as a human being you know yeah. so that's what i love about original cool and you're the epitome of cool i bet if i look it up in the dictionary right now nah. k-e-w-l you'll see a picture <laughs> of you nah, i mean you got the leather jacket going you look like a rock star <laughs> dude shit i mean the thing i mean i've again like i've been doing like art and like just living hip-hop you know like graffiti is a part of is one of the elements of hip-hop i feel like even I hate calling it fashion, but just like how you dress is an ex, is an extension of a self-expression. So I like to show people even how my mind works, even with how I put together like the pieces that I wear, you know, yeah. I mean, just the fact I call them pieces, you know, I'm doing something different, you know, yeah. like I just I don't know. It's just the layering, the you know, like how you can just present yourself. You know, I think it's it's more than just being fresh, you know, it's just saying like this is who I am. And that's very important to me because yeah. I'm I've been knowing who I was since I was a little boy, you know, regardless mm-hmm. of what people thought of me, you know. And yeah, it got, it got me. It got me like picked on this shit a lot, but yeah, I was cool with it, man. Did you have those weird haircuts growing up? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't. Thank God, my parents. Shout out my parents never giving me that mushroom bowl. Did you have that one? Up? My no, bad if I say. No, no. I just had. I just had two numbers and no fade. Oh no. <laughs> No, I had the I had like a little no no I did have a, like a little flat top like a Mexican flat top if you try to imagine that it's just not I have st- super straight hair guys so it's, <laughs> it looked weird man and I did have a, like a little flat top going on. When did you know uh you had these gifts like um your writing your your artistic your well artistic's part of you know writing but drawing I mean some of these drawings and some of these like words it's just out of the world man like it's just <laughs> thank you um i mean with the with the whole art thing i've been drawing since i was a little boy so my mom um my mom came here from mexico after they got married back in 88 um and she started working at this like fat like a, yeah, it's a factory right mm-hmm. it was art supplies so yeah. you know they wouldn't 
they would um, get like defects and stuff and they would throw them away or they'd say, hey, you guys can take them. Mm -hmm. So I was, I'm first born, you know, I was born a year afterwards. So they went to, so yeah, I was basically conceived in Cancun. Oh no, Puerto Vallarta, my bad. Mm -hmm. Uh, Shout out to my parents, had me right away. Uh, But yeah, so I was, I was literally like one year old. She's working at this factory and she's just bringing all these supplies and they were there until I got older and I started using it. Man, watercolors, markers, colored pencils. They, my parents are cool too, man. They always let me draw on the wall. I was a kid that wrote on the walls, yeah. and uh, I've been drawing since then. And it's just like I love cartoons. Mm-hmm. Saturday morning were my favorite growing up. Big bowl of cereal, yeah. My notebook on the side, and I'm just trying to copy like the Ninja Turtles or whatever I was yeah. watching. So, I mean, I, I didn't know that I was good. I just know that I loved it. Yeah. You know, really young. Yeah, yeah. I really loved it. Little did I know that you'd be you now. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Uh, it's crazy, man. Were you like that kid from, uh, what's that show called? Uh, damn, I'm drawing a blank. Charlie Brown with his little notebook or whatever. That's okay. hilarious that you said that. <laughs> so in second grade, um, and I've always been really introverted. Yeah. I'm really, really naturally shy. I mean, now I kind of got it on my show a little bit better. And I've, you know, developed a little more social skills. Mm-hmm. But um, my second grade teacher, shout out to her. I still run into her in Pilsen sometimes. Um, she used to call me Linus. That's the name. Because, uh, like, I didn't have a security blanket, but I I was always with my Spider-Man notebook. Yeah. And that's where, like, okay, this is getting, like, weird or awkward for me. I would just open my notebook and I'd draw. Oh, shit. Like, everything. You know, that was, like, my everything notebook. You yeah. Know? So, yeah, that's funny that you said. That's a little weird. You mentioned I mean, it's not weird. It's just, eh. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you're supposed to be here. Right. Yeah, no, it's, 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 yeah, my, I, I like my story, man. I feel everything feels like it happened for a reason, you know? Yeah. So for I, sure. I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think anything's a coincidence, mm. especially nowadays. I mean, I've, like, this journey, your journey, I mean, the places you go, it's like, man, that's kind of weird, but it's like, ah, that, that's realistic. It could happen, you know? Right. You ever, you ever try to like take your, your gift somewhere you ever thought about taking it somewhere or like growing up when you started like oh man this is kind of good like people really fuck with it like uh no not not when i was younger i mean honestly i was in college and i was just like people were like oh what are you gonna major in right mm-hmm. and i was i never said art i would always be like well it's just something that i do it's my hobby you know yeah it took me after i graduated to be like nah i don't want to do anything else but this you know yeah so that's funny that you did ask that too, because no, I, I didn't. I didn't think about it at all. It's just something that I did because I loved it, and like nothing like I don't want to say tarnished it, but like nothing like influenced it. You know, it yeah. was just for the love of sitting there and just drawing, letting whatever comes to mind come. You know. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that because I'm the same way. Like people tell me, and it's weird because I don't know if you deal with the same thing when people start like fucking with you. I don't want to say fucking with you, but like. They start liking your stuff, right? And yeah. and like with me, they started listening to my episode, sharing my shit, and I'm like, had that imposter syndrome. Like, man, I'm not that good. Like, I I literally came oh, from like yeah. a background of like blue collar, and I knew nothing about technology. I knew nothing. I mean, not, I'm not a caveman, but I didn't know anything about audio. Yeah. And this year, people were like complimenting like the sound. They were complimenting like how how well like script, not scripted, but how well put the the conversations were. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, I never thought about doing any of this and it's that's why it's like it's not a coincidence you know right 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 no that's uh that, and i think and those those, old, those kind of compliments always feel good like when they notice like the little things about it you know yeah like because i mean i personally don't like the attention mm-hmm. um i was actually tweeting about that earlier like I, don't get me wrong i love the fact that because of what i do whether 
art wise or with my writing that I connect with so many people, yeah. connect with so many strangers. Some of the best conversations I've had were with people who were just coming up to me like, hey, I love your writing. This is why I love it. Like, you're amazing. And it's great. I appreciate it because I got to meet so many walks of life because of it. I Like, I just like, I'm not just a big fan of like the praise because it's like, I feel like I'm just a regular person like right. everybody else, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, I just happen to share my feelings out loud, you know? Yeah. But I, I do, I do enjoy that part of it. That yeah. You do connect with people and you feel a little less like alone in the world, you know, because of it. Yeah. Because we are all human, you know, at the That's end of the true. day. And it, and it makes you realize, like, some of the stuff we put out there, it's like, man, is everybody going through this? Like, how many people are, like, really, like, resonated with what I said or, like, whatever, you know? And it's right. like, man, like, that's crazy. Like, how many people are actually going through it, you know? Because I've seen some of your stuff. Like, yeah. it's it's pretty deep. Thank it's you. It's very deep. And I'm like, man, this guy's like a celebrity over here, you know? Nah. It's just... I don't know, man. I just got to the point, I guess, where it's either like you you do or you 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 do it all the way or you don't at all, right? And if if I was gonna start sharing my writing, I wanted it to be and I say this all the time, I don't think I'm a good writer. I just know that at the end of the day, whether people like it or not, it's real and it comes from a really real place. Mm-hmm. And nobody, absolutely nobody can take that away from me. Yeah. And because of that, that's what brings everything that comes with it because i'm just being honest right you know like i'm not doing it to get attention i'm not doing it for for pity or anything i'm just doing it because that's how i'm feeling at the moment whether it's because i came from an outside source or it's coming from just me and i wanted to write about it you know um and it's been a blessing man most definitely your writing your 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 gifts your what would you call it um i call it a gift and a curse man a gift and a curse i was about to get to that yeah Uh, that's what i call it i read somewhere about about you that um and i'm the same way people have told us that we're like two coins of the same you know two sides of the same coin you know yeah i'm like ah, i don't know this guy's pretty deep i'm not that deep you know and (laughs) and then you said something about where you get you know where you draw from as far as like where you get inspiration from you said you get it from a dark and a in a bright place so you're, you're like in limbo and i felt that a lot because i was like some of the stuff that goes on in my mind mm-hmm. i pull from both directions like i've been through like tragedy and and, and trauma and all that stuff but i've yeah. also had like very great days I've, I've i've taken that that tragedy and triumphed and now i'm like appreciating life in a different aspect and okay. when, when you said that i was like that's fucking weird because i was like i i kind of think like that mm-hmm. so i was like I don't know how he draws from it. No, uh, very similarly, man. Um, I feel like, I mean, at least with, I mean, at least with, I mean, there's two, my biggest, like my favorite quote that I ever wrote was that life is about perspective, right? Yeah. Life is about perspective. Absolutely. Everything is just how you look at it, right? And, and there's so many different ways of looking at it. And that's why, like, I love to read so damn much because everything you're reading is a different perspective, right? But mm-hmm. in terms of where my stuff comes from is that, I know that there's this thing inside me, right? And it's it, there's like there's no sunshine there, you know. There's no rainbows and beautiful, colorful things, you know. It's it's not a nice place, you know. Yeah. But because I've been there multiple times, you know, and I've been there many, many times, I'll probably get there again sometime soon, you know. Right. But like we're still here. Yeah. And and, and the going into that trip, it's like, it's like I can either look at it like, damn, I'm I'm really like messed up, or it's like, you know what? Even though I get to sometimes be in this shadowy, dark place, I'm still looking up. 
Mm-hmm. And just looking up is the hope that you're still looking for some type of light. And it doesn't have to be a lot of light. I know a lot of people really into like positive thinking. And I'm, I'm a bit more of like, I hate to say realistic, you know, because there's like a stigma with realism and being realistic. Yeah. But like if you're where at least I'm at and you, you look for these little wins, right? And those little wins are little sparks. And all you need is a spark to start a fire. Yeah. So that's my light. My light may not burn bright and I'm not always, you know, smiling and cheerful, but I'm going through it my way and I'm trying, you know, and I'm yeah. proud of it and yeah. I'm glad that I'm still here. So that's my hope in the dark. That's my me being in this like nook, but I'm still looking up, looking for the stars, you know, looking for something to say that's the way out. And yeah. and if not, then I, I make it, you know, because you always have a choice. Right. Life's about choices, man. That's crazy, bro. I mean, I, I should have hit you with a different quote then. Uh, I'm gonna give you another one then. Shit, nah, you probably heard it. Uh, it's which it's, one? it's it's better to light a candle than to curse the dark. And that I've heard of that. Where's that from? I, I, it's in my head. You, sometimes you just reach it. And you don't yeah. even know where it's from anymore, it's and it just one. sticks with you. And it's like I'm the same way. Like like certain things, and I I I don't know if if it's the same for you, but like yeah. certain things that'll fuck up somebody like for the rest of the week or the rest of the month. It's just like an itch on my ass. Because I, I don't know. It's just like I, I I get into like the zone where it's like it could be fucking way worse. Yeah. Like I could be dead. I could be, you know. So that's why I always say like every day is a good day. All I have are good days because I'm still above ground. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's, no, I can vibe with that. It, I can definitely vibe with that. It's, it's weird. So I understand what you just said about the whole like you've been there. So now you're trying to like draw from that and bring a little positivity in the world. Yeah. And I think that's like a. I think that's like the most important thing that I like like about myself is that like because like I'm not all positive thinking. I'm not. I'm not that person, you know, like mm-hmm. affirmations every morning and stuff. No, I'm, that's that's not me. Yeah, yeah, I wish I, I could be. I mean, I do meditate every morning, um, but I, I don't. I'm that's not me. Right. But what I love about it is um, have you ever heard of you know what the word Sonder means? Sonder. Sonder. It's actually tattooed out over uh, Brent Fire's. Uh, Eyebrow. So Sanders, a uh, neologism. A neologism is like a newly coined word. So it's basically a made up word to mean something, right? Okay. And what that means is that every passerby that you go through in, in life, you know, every every person you run into the coffee shop or at the store or at the gym, they ha- they live a life as vivid as complex as yours, and it's an awareness that you understand that. Mm-hmm. And what does that do? That gives you a choice. And what that what is that choice? You either treat them like with kindness and respect, or you. Just Treat them like he ain't say because you don't care about their issues, right? Yeah. But I feel like having that awareness gives you the upper hand because you understand that him and me are on the same boat. Maybe not going on the same path, but we're on the same boat where we're going through the same things. We're going through the rockiness, right? Yeah. You know, there's sometimes we we drown a little bit. Sometimes we're flooded. We can't keep afloat, but we're still on the same boat. And that's, I think, what I love about myself mm-hmm. is awareness. Paying attention that. to things like that. Because I love details. Yeah. That was in the details. And I, I love the details. That's absolutely true, man. Man, this this episode is going to get fucking for real. <laughs> it might be a two-part episode. I don't even know yet. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man. I mean, knowing what you know now, um, you think going through your dark place multiple times, you think you'd be any different coming out? No. It needed to be exactly how it needed to be. Yeah. It needed to be just how it had to be because, I mean, that's where, like, the whole gift and a curse thing comes, man. Like, uh, mine for sure started when I lost my dad. That was a really dark place. I literally stopped drawing and creating 
everything after that happened. My dad was my best friend. Yeah. And uh, when you when you lose somebody that that important, it it it, it leaves you empty. You know, yeah. but it's not like a empty like I'm talking about like rock bottom. Like I was stuck in my room with the with the like the what do you call it the, uh, the curtains, curtains and, and everything just dark, just nothingness, right? And what kind of brought me out of it, man, was like, well, just a little backstory. My father had dialysis, so he had diabetes complications. His He had adrenal disease, meaning his kidneys start giving out. Mm-hmm. So he was always going into dialysis and eventually affected his eyesight. But every time I'd go outside to paint something, you'd go out there and he'd pick up whatever I was working on. And he was going blind towards the end. Yeah. And he'd lift it. And he'd put it as close to his face as possible and squint as hard as possible. And he'd literally describe what I did. Oh, shit. And I thought I was going to be better with that one. You're good, man. Um, that. You're part of, you're part of, you're part of our club. That, um. You're part of the Dead Parents Club. Man, that, that, the fact that he cared that much to see what I was doing, man. Oh, bro, that, that meant the world to me. Yeah. So even though he's not here physically, like, I have to create. Because that's how I remember him the best. Like, being in my corner every single time. Yeah. So, damn, I didn't think I was going to cry today, man. Are you good? Um, that's why that got me out of it, man. Yeah. That got me out of it. And, and that's how Original Cool was born. Because after that, I, I fucking, like, I guess everything that was bottled up, right? Mm-hmm. I, for, I went a whole year, just nothingness, right? Nothing, absolutely nothing. I spent a whole summer inside the windows, like nothing, you know? And during that time, I stopped drinking. I mm-hmm. went three years sober. During the time I, my father died, I still didn't drink. I still didn't smoke. I didn't do absolutely anything. I, I tell people I took my dad's death straight, no chaser. Yeah. Just took it raw, man. Yeah. I let it tear me up. You know, I let it do what it had to do. But when it came out, I came out like nothing was going to stop me. Guns blazing. And, right. Mm-hmm. And I created a whole actually i curated a whole uh, art show art gallery in my backyard man no shit i did i had a dj shout out these days he was there uh, i had a taquero so you walked into my art gallery because yeah. i wanted to show people where i come from and yeah. i did it in my backyard i like painted the painted like my neighbor's garage and my whole fence had like my spray paint on there and i created like 12 original pieces and man it was great bro and that came out of that original cool was born out of losing my dad man yeah Tragedy into triumph. Right. Damn. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. The reason I said their Dead Parents Club is because uh, recently I, I, I started going to therapy, right? Yeah. And uh, my therapist, you know, she, you know, they get the background story on you and shit and try to talk to you, you know, introduction stuff. And right. she laid that on me. She was like, uh, she asked, she's like, so where's dad? And I told her, I was like, oh, he passed when I was 14. Yeah. And she's like, oh, wow, I'm sorry. Like, so you're part of the Dead Parents Club. And I was just like, yeah, like I never heard of that before, man. And and it hit like I didn't like I wasn't mad at her or nothing like right. Why why you gotta say it like that? No, I, like, right, I right. resonated with it. I was like, wow, I I belong to a club that I knew as soon as you said it that I belong. Like because now knowing that, like there's an unspoken bond where it's like I'm gonna want to go to bat for you because you know that pain. You know what I'm saying? Like man, yeah. like I I knew what it was like. I knew what I felt. I knew. Especially at a at a young age, you, oh, that's gotta be horrible. You don't man. know. You don't I was have 25. any. Twenty five. You're fourteen. You said. Yeah, you don't have any rough, type bro. of like escapism. Nothing. Like I, I wasn't like, drinking. I wasn't doing anything. But then, like, that's where my appreciation for life came. Besides other like health issues, but like 
that was my like my kickstart. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and it's it's weird. We're gonna get into a little bit later about you know this how I'm gonna you know for real certify you. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna leave that for later. But um, what um, man, that was pretty heavy. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't come in. Nah, you're good, man. You know what? I, I love talking about my dad because he's that important to me. You know, so I'm never ashamed of it. Yeah, like nah, that's never. Come on, man. I, I talk about my feelings out loud. You think crying on the mic is gonna do anything to me? You know, but it's just I didn't think I was like, damn, I was. Gonna, I didn't want to go to that route, but we went it. Like you know what? Let's 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 tackle it head on because it's yeah. the truth. Yeah. It's my story. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like people that. don't. I think. I mean, and, and you're right. Like, people don't understand until you go through it. You know, like, you feel bad for somebody. Like, oh, I'm sorry for your loss. But it's like, man, like, when you're there, like, nothing nobody says to you, like, can do anything. You have to kind of get yourself out of there, you know? Yeah. And that's, I think, a beautiful lesson about loss, you know? It's because you got to refine yourself, right. you know? And, and where you stand with it. Yeah. Because you have to carry it. It doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. That that loss is with us. Yeah. That's, I, part, of, that's part of you now. That's, that's Right. And and when my dad passed, I was fourteen, right? And you know, going through like the funeral, the wake, and all that stuff, right? Yeah. The burial. And the one thing that actually stuck with me, the reason why I resonated with that 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 club so much, quote unquote, that parents club, yeah, was because there was this lady that used to work with with my dad. Like he, they worked in the same um, organization or whatever, right? And she came up to me because she lost her dad too. And the the stuff that she said trumped everything anybody said that night to me, mm. like. Like you said, like everybody's coming up to him, sorry for your loss, sorry for your bad, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. It didn't matter to me. Like I knew they didn't go through what I did. Like I just lost a giant. Like, right. I was standing on this man's shoulders looking out further because of him, you know, like right. so then when this lady was like, you know, you're gonna be all right. She's like, You know why I know you're gonna be all right? Because you're just like him. And he had a heart of gold. So if you keep being like him, there's no stopping you. That's dope, man. And like I man, I bawled yeah. my eyes out like a baby. I hugged her, yeah. and I was just like, "Oh, yeah, no, it's beautiful, man." It was, it was. I mean, it was the best and the, like the the worst time in my life because like right. obviously like I'm, I was I evolved that that night that that period of time, you know. Yeah. No, and and that's like, I mean, I know like loss sucks, and I'm still dealing with it now. Yeah. You know, as an adult, but it's just like, I mean, it really comes to show you that the. Like the human heart, man. Like it's 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 meant to be like broken and like like you know shattered, but it's not meant to be defeated. Yeah. And that's that's beautiful. Like that's the beauty in the struggle. Like there's resilience, and don't ever forget that there's strength in that. You know. And it's like that's and we see it every time again. I mean, that's the first time I'm hearing this about you, and it's like you you did that. You know, without me knowing, like you're. Just prove your resilience, man. You're still here. You're doing what you want to do. You're doing what you love, and you're enjoying the best out of this, right? Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, I gave my dad's eulogy, and the, the one thing I said. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, um, man. that's. And the one thing I said was, like, you, my dad always used to apologize. You know, like, man, I'm sorry, you know, Rick. Like, I couldn't give you, like, a big house or a big car. And he used to be like, man, shut up, old man. You don't know what you're talking about, you know? Mm -hmm. So... I said, one of the greatest things that my father left me was, was with life and was with this world and everything in it. Mm -hmm. So I didn't need a fat big, crib. big crib and a big car. Like he left me with this world to do as I please and what I want to do with it. And that's bigger than anything you can buy, man. I feel so that. Just, 
pushing through it, even those like sucky fucking times, you know, the dark times, man. Yeah. It's like, yeah, this is what this is what you gave me. I'm gonna I'm gonna make you proud. Damn. Fuck, man. You're giving me goosebumps over here, man. Like, fuck. <laughs> I I mean, congratulations. I'm Thank proud you. of you. You made it out. Try to, man. Appreciate that's, it. That's 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 not for real. Um so you 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 really are who you portray on the gram. I mean, I hate Instagram, really. I, that's why I took a break for a while. But I try to, I try to do this, and that's what you see is what you get. Yeah. You know, like I know I've been called a pussy and a whole bunch of stuff because you know I get, I write poetry, right? You yeah. know, it's soft, right? It's not, it's not the tough masculine thing to do. But I've been like this my entire life, man. Yeah. I've been super sensitive my entire life. You know, like movies always make me cry. You know, like yeah, yeah, that's yeah. just who I am, bro. Like, I feel that, yeah. You know, it doesn't make me less of a man, right? Right. But that's who I've always been and who I've always known to be, right? Yeah. And I was that kid that, like, I'm my my family's birthdays. I'd write a lot in the card and I always make somebody cry. Like that was me, you know? Yeah. Um, and I'm fine with it, bro. And that's like, that's why with this Instagram thing, I was like, all right, if I'm going to be on Instagram and I'll be wasting my time on here, like I at least want you to know me for who I am. You know, I want you to know the truth. Yeah. And that's, that's what I try, man. I don't sugarcoat it. I don't try to act cool. Cause I'm not cool. I'm fucking human. You know, yeah. I'm yeah. real. I'm I a person. You're for real. I feel <laughs> that. And, and, and like, when I seen all this stuff, like we're in a new day and age, man, where it's like there's certain guys dressing like, you know, lumberjacks and whatever. And <laughs> Damn, I have flannels, too, man. I'm like, damn. But, but not even that, though. But, you know, they think being a man is, is the threads you wear. Right. Okay. But when you're really self-aware and you're aware of like who you are, I think that's fucking tougher than anything. Yeah. Like like writing, being able to like take what's in your mind and put it into words. That should that. That's fucking bold. Like, I I suffer with like putting my thoughts into words, or even like you know just saying it out loud. You know, it's like it's hard, but I I, I get exactly what you're saying because like some of the stuff that I that I that I put out there, like my brothers give me shit for it. They're like, oh, it's kind of fucking gay, right? But that's how I feel. The same exact way. I was, I don't want to like I was I was very in tune with like my sensitive side. Yeah, like no, that's 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 literally the words I use, bro. That I'm I was always in tune with my feelings. Yeah. Always. And, like, to this day, like, I'm able to express myself now to, like, my girlfriend. And she's like, what the fuck? Like, and she loves it. Yeah. Of course she does. And it's it's crazy because she's like, I, I love how your brain works. But it's like, to me, my brain doesn't really work. It's just, I'm just <laughs> expressing how I feel at the moment, you know? Right. And it's crazy, bro. It's, it's. It's a trip. It's a trip for sure. It is, man. It's 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 kind of like, have, it's like having no filter, right? You just like, you feel it, you say it. You know, it's just like. Yeah. And and the the crazy that's what makes it that's what makes me feel like it's crazy like I'm not crazy I think everybody else is crazy because why is that weird like hey if uh like I just thought about something and I'm with the person I care about why would I not tell them how right. I feel you know what I'm saying like right. why would I not say that you know like if you're having a great time with somebody like yo this is fucking fun bro thanks for coming with me right or yeah. or like babe I fucking love the fact that we're doing this right now like right. even if it's nothing you know like. Why wouldn't you say that, right? Or I mean, that's exactly that. That's what I took from my dad's death and yeah. everything else that I witnessed after that. It was like we never have tomorrow, right? We never have tomorrow. What if we walk outside? You know, I'm you're chilling with your friends or whatever, and you never know when the last time you're gonna say goodbye is, right? So you're you're okay. ki- you're kind of like man, like that tomorrow never comes. You're like fuck. I had so much to tell him, right? Or tell her, or whoever. You know, and it's like that's that's always my thing. I'm gonna tell you how I feel. At yeah. the moment, right away, just like you said, why wouldn't you? 
I recently just converted from the whole like the whole thought of like life is short. Nah, yeah. life is long. Yeah. Life is long, real long. Cause you know, you can say like, yeah, I'll die tomorrow, but you're not going to die tomorrow. You know, you'll die somewhere down the line. So you might as well make the most of it and do everything you want to do inside of it. So I'm on the life is long. Like, like I, that's my team now. Life is long. That's how, I mean, that's, that's a good way to see it. You know, it's perspective, right? Life but is about perspective. It's, <laughs> I'm still not on that, on that tip yet. It's, it's for me, it's like, I know some people that live fucking 90 years old, right? right. But it's like nowadays, man, fuck, it's crazy. Like, a lot of people are going. They are, man. Especially with everything happening. Like, I lost a lot of close friends of mine. Yeah. And it really does show you that. And I get it. You know, life can be short. But I, I just, I feel like life is long just makes more sense. Because whether there's people that started there with you or not anymore, you still have a long way to go. Mm-hmm. And to me, at least for somebody like me who, like, I, I deal with anxiety and depression, like, all the fucking time, you know? I mm-hmm. can swear, right? Yeah, yeah this oh, is a cool. for real show. Oh, bad, bad, bad. <laughs> so, like, I deal with that shit all the time, man. Yeah. Um, life as long gives me hope of tomorrow. Okay. You know, that there is going to be one. You know, it's kind of like I have these, these little mental things that I do that I've been doing them for so long that, like, now it's just like, oh, I, that's how I'm still here. You know, like, I have time days where, yeah, I think about some fucked up shit, dude. Like, I think about, like ending my shit all the time but it's like i just i'm already at a place where like i understand that those are just fucked up thoughts and they're not facts mm-hmm. and doesn't make you who you are right and i mean the, the best way like the best analogy i have about how the mind works is like think about the mind is like a highway right there's always going to be fucking traffic and when mm-hmm. you try to like stop the traffic um that's when you really like lose yourself because you're trying to stop something that's inevitably impossible to do. But if you're able to sit yourself on, on the outside of that traffic and just watch it go in and out, man, you're gonna live a life a lot better, you know? And that's what, me- that's what meditation does for me. Mindfulness, you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah, I have these really fucked up thoughts, but nah, I'm just going to let it go in, let it go out. I'll even let it do what it's going to do. You know, it's going to bring me to this, to this place. It's going to take me to this where I don't want to go, but that's the beautiful thing about melancholy. Melancholy is like the happiness of sadness because it, it leaves you with something. Mm-hmm. And that's where like, that's like my superpower. You know, I got to like tap into that. And once I feel it, all this stuff comes bursting out. Yeah. Depression is, is a motherfucker. It's a selfish bitch. Like just takes and takes and takes. Right. But mm-hmm. not melancholy. Melancholy. She's sweet. Yeah. She leaves you with a little something. <laughs> a little something <laughs> to remember her by. Right. Um, because of all that. Did you ever think that? Well, first of all, I'm gonna I'm gonna speak on Crowny. All oh, right, yeah, it's my C- son, Crowny, right? My son slash my inner child. <laughs> That's exactly where I was gonna go with that. You think you made him because of that mysterious um, aspect, where it was like, I'm gonna make this character, and he's gonna say the things that I can't or that I can't say with my bare face. I think. I mean, I, lately I've been like, and I'll talk, we'll talk about this later, but like, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm not big on the word happiness anymore. I don't care about happiness. I care about peace, mm-hmm. you know, because. Oh, peace, man. Peace of mind. 
people will kill for that because happiness is like this fucked up roller coaster bro it comes and it goes you know it's up and it's down and it's here and it's there you know yeah i don't want that and if you try to chase that you're gonna go as crazy as those ups and downs right right so i just i i focus on the peace you know the little moments of peace and that's what makes me quote unquote feel happy and the thing with crowny is that like i feel like that's the part of me that never grew up right like i have like a peter pan complex right that uh, I never want to grow up. Right. And that's yeah. who I that's that that crowny is, you know, the little Ricky that loved eating big bowls of Fruit Loops on Saturdays, you know, and the biggest bowl you can find with the big wooden spoon that wouldn't pick shit up. But I'd make a mess everywhere, you know, and and I'd color with my crayons. And, yeah. you know, I try to stay in the lines as much as possible. You know, like that that little boy I played with his X-Men and Spider-Man's, you know, like that's who crowny is. And that's and, exactly what I got. I don't know if a lot of people like recognize that, but. Crowny is in a lot of things. He's, he dresses up. He's uh, McFoley. He's, <laughs> you know, on top of Spider-Man somewhere. He's and I, that's all I was like, man, who is this? Who is this? And it took me a while to figure it out. I knew that was a kid because yeah. because Crowny never looks old. Right. He might dress up, but there's still Crowny in the back. You know, it right, might be right. a figure or whatever. So that's really cool. That's what I did with For Real. Um, when I first started, I was kind of afraid to like actually put all of myself out there yeah like government name yeah all that stuff i wanted the mysterious aspect of it because it was like i was kind of like afraid yeah so i was like man that hesitation right yeah it was i didn't want to put myself out there so i was like if i give it a different name if i put a shield on me then you know oh yeah it's like a boundary man it's like uh like yeah like you said a shield yeah so it was makes it it easier and when i seen that i was like man crown this crown that I got to ask about Crony and why is he so cool, you know? Yeah, no, he's my imagination, basically, man. <laughs> yeah. That's what he is. He's uh, he's like a figment of my... It's crazy, like, it, I didn't have an imaginary friend till I was fucking, like, 30, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he's like this little guy that I just, you know, and I, I gave him a voice, you know, and just because it's like, I don't know, I, just, I always love cartoons, man. Cartoons are, like, my favorite thing. Like, I can't... That That's why I practice, like, drawing so goddamn much, Um Cause like I can't draw portraits to save my life. Mm-hmm. So even how I draw people, it's like, it's still kind of cartoony, you know, like it's wild, bro. Like it's, it's, but it's like, I don't know. Is this so like my life is animated and I'm an animated person. Yeah. So I think it just fits, you know, it's like my toon world, you know, like, and, and crown is just me in cartoon version, basically, you know? And why a crown? Like, how did that, how did you think like crown? Um, let me, so, let me put a crown on him. <laughs> you know what? Like I went through this really big, like, like like identity crisis with art man because there's like really and that's why i use the word original and original cool because nothing's fucking original nowadays you know right. it's not it's unfortunately somebody's already thought about it if not like and if they probably and if you haven't heard of it it's because it's probably like across the world somewhere somebody already did it you know mm-hmm. so um with with that like i had different logos i had a signature logo before that i made on snapchat like back in 2015 yeah then I did like this okay symbol that looked like a stamp. The crown was just me accepting who I was, man. And that was that. And um, one of um, one of my best friends, name's Jonathan uh, Test. Um, he, I would always tell him like, man, dude, like I wish I could draw like you because he's he's a tattoo artist, man. He works at Lucky Cat Tattoo. He's a fucking amazing artist. When when I get stuck, he's the guy who bails me out. Yeah, uh, he can draw fucking whatever you want, realism, anything. He's the man. Uh, he's my he's been my best friend second grade. Um, but 
he was like, I was always telling like, man, I wish I could do this and I could wish I could be like this person. He's like, bro, just be yourself. Like you do cartoons. Like that's who you are. You're cartoony as fuck just to be that. And like, he's the one that kind of like made me have that thought. And when that idea came into mind, like I was just like, I started kind of going through like this phase of just like research and development, you know, and I came across Basquiat, Jean-Michel Basquiat. Mm -hmm. And that's where I found like the confidence to be me. That man drew like a fucking four year old with like crayons, you know, like it was very abstract, very, you know, he never did crisp lines. Are you familiar with Basquiat's work? Not a lot. If you look it up on your phone, man, it's very like it almost looks like a little boy did it. Right. Mm hmm. But he didn't give a shit. And now his pieces are worth like millions of dollars. He was just being himself. And he he, he used the crown symbol, a three-point mm-hmm. crown. Now, a three-point crown is a graffiti crown. And that, that, that told the story of my background, right? Yeah. But it also talked about, I wanted to kind of give an ode to where I found my confidence. And that was, you know, revisiting Jean-Michel Basquiat to be myself. And that's be comfortable that I doodle and I do these little cartoons and that's who I am and that's fine. You know, Yeah. if you're going to be this, be great at it, you know, be the best you that you can be. And that's where the crown came from. And it's also like a little like sneak, little subliminal to, you know, keep your head up. Right. Because uh, what's that? Um, Like what's like, I don't know, some quote that like, oh, like, you keep your head up or you drop your crown. Right. It has all these little like pick me ups because, again, I have to trick myself because yeah. I'm always going through some shit, you know. Yeah. Uh, heavy as a head. That was, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was just all these little things that are just in it. Everything I do is for a reason and it has a million meanings. And it's just sometimes they're just really for me. You yeah. know, I don't always uncover them, but they're all these little all these little tips and tricks just to keep me going. I feel but that. That's that's the crown story. That's crazy. And, and then just today, you know, I woke up and I was like, man, I finally got a crown over my name. Yeah. Because I've been looking at it. I was like, man. You've had one your whole life. Hey, <laughs> hey man. <laughs> that's the some, thing, though. Some people don't even realize it, you know. Some people yeah. are just walking around on autopilot and they're just like, mm-hmm. don't even feel worthy, you know. And it's like, man. Mm-hmm. And then when I seen that, I, I, like, I don't know. It felt weird. Like, it felt like I woke up at like 3.30 in the morning where right? I had to go to yeah. work. And I seen that and I was like, shit, I finally got a crown, you know, like <laughs> something about not even I finally got a crown, but it was like it felt important. Like I was like, oh, shit, like, man, like this somebody saw this enough to be like, this is cool. This is cool. <laughs> this is going to be cool. I'm going to put a crown on it because that's what it's worth. And I was like, man, I had the best day ever today, you know, like nah, man, I'm glad I, I could do that for you. I appreciate that. And I'm going to open up this thing right here. Oh yeah, yeah. Open you gotta open thing. it up. Hold on, I'm, let me get a let me get a break here. I'm gonna go on a beer run real quick. Hold on, let's do it. All right, beers in hand. I'm back. I'm gonna open up this uh, special package. I won one of the the original cools contest. And that's how you know we we're meant to. This was meant to be because you won one of my like my giveaway verses this weekend. And I never win anything, so this is pretty cool. I'm gonna open up right now. First time ever. Let's see, let's see. Blind reaction. Oh man, this is big time. Oh shit. That's that's shit. What do you do you got this what do you call this? Uh well it's 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 like a cotton paper, man. I I imported from uh, India. It's like a it's called deckled because of the way the edges are kind of ripped. It's kinda like parchment paper, it's cotton yeah. paper. But this uh this right here. 
Oh, it's an embossment. An embossment, because it's boss. Oh, you, you, you see, you, you didn't open it. You didn't open it completely, man. Oh, shit. What, what, what am I missing here? You got to wait for that one. This is this is the big reveal right here. Shit. You didn't expect this one. Oh, fuck. <laughs> my mother raised me to never come empty-handed anywhere, guys. So I had to, I got to bless my boy with some. Oh, shit, dude. This is fucking badass. Damn. It's all love, brother. Appreciate you having me. Damn, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a picture of this right now. <laughs> Shit. Damn, I I I can't even like <laughs> like ex- describe it. It's just crazy. I'm gonna put. I, <laughs> this is crazy. I mean, like I, I I was blown away by this like the quote that I won, but. This like fuck this and that's that's actually the original sketch that I used and uploaded to Photoshop to to do our graphic for uh for the little flyer that I made. So that's literally the the original sketch that I used. Damn, this is like I wanted you to have it, man. Thank you, bro. This is like an NFT, but not an NFT. <laughs> yeah, I make real <laughs> products for real life. Shout out Kanye. <laughs> Damn. Hold on. We're double fisting, guys. I don't know if you know this. Salud, bro. Cheers, bro. This is wild. I'm glad you liked it, man. I love it, bro. I love it for real. For real is the name. Man. Yeah, no, I was, uh, I saw the sketch last night, like after I finished the graphic and I was like, man, I'm, cause again, like that's why I started selling my sketches. Honestly, I usually throw away my sketches cause like I don't, I do too many of them, man. It's like, it gets overwhelming. Like I just have stacks and stacks of drawings cause I literally hand draw everything that I post online. I hand dry everything. I just love the, I love like the, like the, the realness of it because like I could easily get like an iPad and not to knock any artist that uses like, like procreate or none of that. Um, but I just love how my lines are not perfect. You know, like I want you to see my hand strokes, you know, yeah. like there's imperfections in it. And that's like a metaphor for life, man. Like nothing's perfect. Nobody's perfect, you know, man. It, it doesn't make it less beautiful, you know? So that's why I love seeing my mistakes in my art, man. No, if if it flows very well, it's like it's almost perfect. <laughs> Man, this is crazy. I, I for real was lost for words for you know the first episode of his you know career. Uh, I hope I just didn't kill the vibe. <laughs> now we're not gonna talk. <laughs> no, 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 it's cool, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell them the quote that I won, that I picked, and the, it really goes hand in hand with what you just did. You know, like you said, you know, your mother taught you never go empty-handed somewhere. Um, the quote is, my hands are always empty from never learning to stop giving. All I have left time and time again. Right. Cool. Damn, this is crazy, bro. Thank you. I appreciate this so much. It's all love, brother. Shit. Man. Back to the regular schedule program. Back to it. <laughs> Speaking of love, you believe in love? Yeah, man. Most definitely. I'm a romantic. I Hell mean, yeah. You got to be it. if you're a poet, right? Hell yeah, definitely, man. <laughs> this is badass. I romanticize everything in my life, bro. Yeah? Definitely. It's the, the greatest feeling in the world, man. It definitely is. But if you really if you really have it, you know, it's... And it's What's that like? What's that quote? I think it was that like Mother Teresa. I hold like love is love is blind. Love, love is kind. Love is blind. You know what I'm talking about? It's I, super I, long. It's like yeah. in the, I'm not I'm not really religious, but it's like I think it's like super biblical. But um, yeah, man, I think uh, I think love is is great when it's what it should be. Mm-hmm. 
And I think the only way you can have that is when you're both as transparent as the person that you're with, right? Yeah. So the only way it's going to work, man. Life sucks. Things happen. People change. Yeah. But if you're able to be as transparent as a person in front of you, you'll go the distance. Excuse me. You're good. But what do I know? I've been single for the last. Ooh, I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> you heard it. He's single. Get at him. Holla at me for Valentine's Day, ladies. <laughs> Comes with the deluxe package. He writes you a poem. Takes you on a little date. Oh, uh, no. I, that's White the last castle. thing I want to talk about. <laughs> on a date, I would hate to just talk about myself. Like, no, let's talk about what the hell's going on right now. Like, we're eating. Yeah. What are we going to do after? No, that'd be, that'd be, I, don't, I don't like talking about myself. What's your ideal date? Uh, definitely food, man. Can't go wrong with food. And I'm like, I'm, I'm like an unofficial foodie. Like, I don't take pictures of the thing, the things that I eat. But like, mm. I subscribe to the Zagat. Are you familiar with the Zagat? No, no, no. So like, every year there's this little book uh, that comes out with like all the best rated restaurants everywhere. So I'm always like, I know the spots to go to, right? Yeah. And like, I follow a bunch of like food pages and stuff, especially here in Chicago. Yeah. So like, I love food, man. I feel like that's like where the best conversations. I love talking, so that's where the best conversations come, you know? Yeah. Well, besides drinking, but that's a different story. That's but, a different you, though. <laughs> yeah, that is a different me. <laughs> but yeah, no, definitely food. Uh, and if we eat like, and the way I like to do it is like. Unless it's like a sandwich or something, but like I like to go big. Like I'll buy like a little bit of everything, especially if you haven't been there. Like yeah, let's let's let me put you on. Like have the full experience, you know. Yeah. Just in case this never happens again. Right. right. You, know, you remember. You know, at least I've, I filled your belly up. You know. <laughs> Definitely a walk after. You know. Yeah. Something with a scenic, something scenic. You know. You can just talk and you know, just listen to each other. That's that, always nice. Is that the first day or is that like three in? Nah, I like man. If you're if you're really gonna spend some time. With somebody, bro, you better just go all the way in, bro. I mean, you might as well. You yeah. know, like, you can you can go eat and then just, all right, nice seeing you and thanks for spending, you know, bye. You know, I'm like, nah, man, like, spend time with somebody. You know, yeah. if you're going to make time out of your day to do this, you might as well go all the way in, you know? Yeah, that's Maybe true. end up getting ice cream at Jenny's. I don't know. You know? <laughs> <Excuse> that <mean>? me. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about uh, Los Desvelados. Los Desvelados. I got the head man in charge here. Uh, shout, out to my, shout out to my brothers, man. Um Los Desvelados started back in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, that story is, uh, yeah, let me just get right into it. Uh, so I got dumped after like seven years with this one girl, and I was really, really bummed out. And C's days got tired of my shit. He's like, bro, keep, like, he'd, he'd be the one person that always reaches out to me, like, come out, bro, come out, bro. Like, yeah. stop doing that shit. Like, come on, man. And uh, House of Soul was going on. Are you familiar with House of Soul from Mafista del Sol? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, the guys, they the, most of the guys that are Desvelados now, um, they were, like, in charge of it. So, they ran, like, the house tent at the Fiesta del Sol yeah. in Pilsen. And, uh, yeah, he finally convinced me, man. And I was like, man, you know what? I just want this kid to shut up already, you know? Mm-hmm. He's my frat brother. I've known him since he was like, fucking, like, 18 years old. I was like, man, you know what? Fuck this. He's like, I'm going to just go. You know, yeah. so he can shut up already. And I went and I reconnected with a lot of homies and stuff. And, like, I was blown away by, like, nightlife. You know, I was just like, wow, this is what these fuckers do, like, all the time. Like, like besides the drinking and, like, you know, but just, like, the music and how intricate they are about, you know, song selection and just what things they do with their hands. Like, I still don't know half the time the shit they're talking about, but I love, like, seeing them, like, do that. Like, it, it's a different type of inspiration when you see passionate people do what they're passionate about in front of you and you're already a passionate person right super fucking inspiring you know 
So it like, it like, it just, it made me get out of that space, man. And shout out to Cease for that. Cause I never forget that. And I was just really grateful. And I started going out with them like every weekend after that. Right. Yeah. Probably been like maybe three, four weeks already in. And I was just like, man, that was, uh, it's been fucking fun. I want to say thank you to these guys. And my way of saying thank you is art, you know, like, yeah. So I started conceptualizing stuff. And I remember uh, me and my brother got home late once. And uh, my mom was like talking shit to us. And she was like, Que no se cansan de desvelarse tanto? Yeah. Oh, that's all I needed to hear, man. And then I was like, <laughs> desvelados. And then, you know, I, I, I go in deep. When I, when I like something, I, I dig deep. And desvelados is a special, like a special uh, verb. Like that's basically just used colloquially in like Mexico. Right. To mean like sleeping in late or you know, uh, not going to sleep, you know, like going past your bedtime, you know, staying up all night for no reason. Like, and you can't translate it in in English, you know, right. like it's not a one word that translates. This is like all nighters, I guess. Right. Yeah. But yeah. So I was just like, yeah, we got to do I got to do this. So I designed it like I, I love I went through a whole punk like fucking phase growing up, you know, did mm. a little skating and shit. Yeah. yeah. Skateboarding. So like I love black and white. It's very clean, you know, and I gave it I gave it those colors and I did old English just because it's like it's part I feel like it's a part of going with what the name means. You know, it's like old English and Hispanic people, especially Mexican people, it's like we go hand in hand, you know? Yeah. Even because like it's barrio, you know, it's like yeah, it's yeah. hood, you know, bro. And that's who we kinda are too, you know. But we're also passionate people, you know, loving people, a family. So I was like, Oh, if I'm if I'm gonna say thank you to my my newfound family, I wanna create it. I wanna give it a name, you know? Yeah. And then we need, I needed like a mascot or something, something to put in the middle. And mm-hmm. my dad, we got, uh, he grew up in on 45th Street and like, what was it, like Marshfield? Uh, he went to Seward, Seward, uh, Seward Academy. And uh, yeah, he, he did his thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, they used to call him Gato. Okay. And I, everything I do is a note to my dad because I love that guy a lot. So I thought about a black cat in the night, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, and I was like, I want to make it relatable, though. How do I make it relatable? And I started using Felix the cat as the oh, first shit. black cat I thought about. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, that was like the whole inception of it, man. It was just like a thank you yeah. for these guys to for getting me out of a slump and also being open enough to not just like let me in, but let my ideas in and not just like like partaking it but like grabbing it and make it their own you know and so when Desvelados became an actual unit like I explained it to them as like I wanted it to be like the Mexican Wu-Tang Clan like mm-hmm. you're only as strong as the next guy you know the next guy next to you so you got to be dope on your own shit individually so that when we come all together we're this big fucking powerhouse and nobody's going to be able to fucking touch us you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and man it's been a blessing ever since man I mean we've been having a blast and I've I've met some of those guys. I've met um I met C's, I met Trin. Trin, um, the official bartender. Shout yeah, out to him. and I was like, man, he's fucking good. And then I, you know, C's was here doing his thing for yeah. one of the events, and I, you know, I chopped it up with him a little bit. And I was like, man. And then like when I decided to, like have you on the show, um, and the time was coming, and I was like, I got to do a little research, you know, I guess I got to do my research. And I'm like, yeah. oh man, this is this is the head man in charge. This is this is master this Velado, you know. Nah, I'm more like the uh, think about it, me like, like I like you listen to ASAP Rocky. Yeah. So I'm like ASAP Yams. I'm like in the background, you know. Yeah, Most yeah. People don't even know what I do, you know. But I just, you know, I do what I got to do, you know. I'll, 
I, I handle most of like the like the marketing stuff. I do most of the flyers. Yeah. All all our like merch and everything. I design that. Yeah. Um. Sometimes I come up with my own events and shit and my own ideas and. <laughs> They back me up, man. So God bless my brothers, man. Shout out to all of them. Yeah, and all you guys do, all you guys do a lot of like dope shit. Like you know, thank you. You got the music man, you got the drink man, and then you got the artistic marketing man here. Yeah, no, we're uh, it's crazy. Like, I feel I like mean, we're a hell of a team, man. How many of you are there? Uh, officially, it's good, man. Off the top, I think it's like 14, 15 of us. Oh shit! Yeah, I got, I got There's a lot of probably a little bit more. I got a lot of meaning to do. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, yeah, man. There's a there's a lot of us, definitely a lot of us. But it's it's been great, man. Like, and everybody's like growing within their own realm and making Desvelados their own thing. You know, like mm-hmm. like shout out my brother Cheech. He he runs now. He's a general manager at Zoe's Patio. So I mean Tuesdays, Tuesdays you got Taco Tuesdays. You know, ten dollars all you can eat, man. Yeah, you yeah. Asada, pastor tacos. On Thursdays, you want to catch the game, bro. There's a pizza. It's a pizza, chicken, and beer. Mm-hmm. $25, bro. You get like 15 wings and like a, like an 18-inch pizza. And nice. beer's like 20 bucks a bucket, bro. Like, so you guys are out there, man. You, yeah. I, I didn't know that was you guys putting that together. Yeah. That's uh, that's that's cheats, man. Uh, and then like tonight, I'm, I mean, I'm, that's what I'm going afterwards. So this is a perfect little pregame beers. I'm Look. going to Tribe. You ever yeah. been to Tribe? No. Tribe is a, is a, it's like a, it's a night to honor Chicago house music. And it's crazy because nobody did that in Pilsen. Mm-hmm. Like nobody really like had like a, oh, just a night for house music. And Psycho and MDoc did that, man. And C's too. Mm-hmm. C's is a part of that. And that's actually what's going on tonight. It's, it's our, it's their first, uh, yeah, it's actually the first one for February, man. They got a merch release too. So it's going to be dope. Damn. Yeah. You put out a, oh, excuse me. Yeah, damn beers coming up. Yeah, you put out uh, some merch a while ago. Um, Which one? Uh, what was it? Any side Chicago? Oh, that was a long time ago, man. That was like what happened with that? I I I, I had to I had to do some digging for that one. Yeah, you did. Uh, damn, that was that's actually when I first met like uh, like those kids, man. That was through C's days. I met uh, the three AM kids. So that's where I first met. You know, rest in peace, Moon. Rest in peace, Liddy. Man, I met them when they were kids. Yeah. You know, they were. I was in college, and they were like buying my merch and stuff. You know, like mm-hmm. they were all kids. Aldrin was in there from Casa. Um, Chris Rubin. Um, I met all those kids. Like, you know, they were literally kids, man. I mean, yeah. I'm a lot older than they are. Um, but yeah, no, dude, that was uh. That any side was like one of my first. That was my first project actually. So before I had an original cool, I was art by cool. Mm-hmm. Super boring, <laughs> super fucking lame. I didn't have a name, you know. Yeah. But uh, shout out Joe Fresh because I went to all his workshops and I got to chop it up with him a couple of times. And he told me that you can't you can't sell anybody anything unless they know your story. And that's what I that's what made me think about like if I had to pick a word. To explain who I am, it's like I'm originally cool, not because somebody told me I was cool, but because I believed it. Mm-hmm. I believed it first. So, shout out to Joe Freshgoods for that. That's dope. And that is true, though. You do have to have put a little story that people can relate to behind something. You know, they, right. you just can't sell something. You know, you got to sell the story more. Right. Um, that's what I am. I'm a storyteller. What uh? Like, what does that mean? Any side Chicago is that just it didn't... any side Chicago was because like I got tired of everybody being so like it's bad enough. Chicago, like historically, like is already segregated as fuck, you know, like just the way the, the grid lines are for neighborhoods. Like, I mean, I, I don't want to talk history, but I love history. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're already segregated. So my way of uniting Chicago 
instead of putting like fucking the four Chicago stars and all the bullshit that people stamp over and over again that everybody just seems to buy all the time. Yeah. I was like, I want to unite Chicago in my way. So I play any side, whether you're from the north side, south side, west side, east side, any side Chicago, you're still Chicago. Nah, that's dope. And yeah, I only made like 24 hoodies. Yeah. I made 12 black, 12 navy, and I sold out in like 10 minutes. No shit. Blew my fucking mind. You ever yeah. thought about re- revisiting that? Maybe. Because I seen it. I was like, man, these are pretty dope. I mean, shit. Everybody talks about Chicago, even the suburb kids. I mean, shit. Yeah, no, you maybe, know? man. Um, that's one of those that, like, always kind of, like, resonated in my head, man. Because mm-hmm. that was the first. You know, I was, like, my baby. Like, my intro into it, you know? Because I've been trying to do clothes since I was, like, fucking 2009, man. Do the math. It's a long time ago. I've been designing shit, you know? Yeah. I've been a part of a couple teams and part of my own team and a lot of flops and you know a lot of a lot of trying and a lot of, a lot of experimenting but yeah i finally got it right in 2015 man That's OG good. cool was born og cool what's next for cool where are you going next what do you see do you plan do you no nah, man i just i go with the flow bro yeah I, I don't like to force my art that's why i haven't released anything like merch wise one i'm trying to catch up because i did fall behind uh, i went through this really bad like episode and i'm catching catching up with that just to be frank but Mm -hmm. i I also don't like to force things man like even like the days that i go like without writing it's because i don't feel like it and i'm not gonna force it just because like people like my shit like no no no. i want it to be as real as possible so even if you have to maybe wait a little bit but at least i just know when you get it it's coming from a real place you know it's not just like oh me trying to get likes and shares like i don't give a shit about that right i never gave a fuck about being cool i never been cool my entire life Right, right you know so like I want I want to be as authentic and as true to who I am because that's how I live freely. So I go with the flow, man. That's nice. Yeah, I I've, I never really liked when you know you're growing up and people are always like, "What's your what's your plan? What's your ten year plan? What's your yeah. five year plan?" It kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Like I like don't get me wrong. Like there's always reason behind what I do, but that, that's in the moment. And then, like every time I plan, kind of goes to shit. Yeah. So it's always like. What's your five-year plan? Like, I don't know if it's just me, but I can't see that far. Really? It just starts, like, happening. Like, subconsciously, like, I'll think about it. Like, and then, like, it'll go into my subconscious, and I'll just be like, all right. I kind of get that, though, because, like, I don't like... Uh, first of all, I don't like, tell, I don't like people telling me what to do. Um, I'm horrible with authority, bro. Yeah. Like, I hate it. It's <laughs> probably why, I like, even though school's never was, like, a problem to me. Like, uh-huh. I'm pretty good at school. Um, I hated being there. I hated people telling me what to do and what to fucking like. Nah, I just never liked it. So that's why I never went back. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I got my bachelor's, so we're good. But I don't know, man. It's just. Hmm. How would I say that? How would I say that? I don't know. Hmm. How would I fucking say that? Let's come back to that. Mm hmm. I think about that one. You think about it. Yeah. And we'll talk about the pop culture king in front of me. Nah, hey, you're the... Oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You're the first person I ever understood. Like, nobody... First of all, nobody ever fucking asked me, like, if I had to define my art, how would I define it? I fucking love pop culture. You literally <laughs> just fucking said... Thank you. Thank you. You're the first. You heard it here first. Like, oh, shit. Well, you're you're good, the you're first good. person to get that, bro. Thank you. I, yes, I love pop culture. Every every piece you put out, or every sketch, every everything. I, I was looking at it and I'm like, 
for me growing up, I loved movies. I oh, fucking I, love movies. I love TV shows. Yeah. Even to this day, I love movies. I love TV shows. I love something that I could get invested in. Yeah. I love that's, stories. That's where it comes from me. There you go. That's my thing. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to say like, you know, like I need an escape or I do drugs to, you know, get rid yeah, of. Yeah. I mean, I don't do drugs because my job. Right. But um, <laughs> just because of your job. Right. 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 <laughs> and, and it's like for me, like watching a good TV show or something like yeah. to keep me entertained, like whether it be a, like a movie, a series, you know, that, that, you know, something like the Kardashians or the Jersey Shore or something. Oh, I right? love the Jersey Shore. It's it's something to take me away to get, you know, out yeah. of out of my shit for a little bit, you know. Yeah, unwind a little bit. Yeah, 45 minutes to an hour or whatever. And it's like when I was looking at your shit, I mean, not your shit, I'm sorry, at your art, um, I knew right away, I was like, man, this this guy's the pop culture king. Like everything, like like the McFoley, the yeah. Spider-Man, everything. I love wrestling. Wrestling was like a big part of my childhood. And actually, I, I dressed up as McFoley for Halloween uh, like a, last year, two years ago. And he reposted it on his story. No shit. Yeah, that was like a highlighter for my life. I screenshot the fuck out of that. Me on Mick Foley's uh, page. Fuck. I, and right I, now that you said Jersey Shore, it just reminded me. Uh, I drew Crowny as Polly Shore with the blowout with a lot of gel in his hair. Mm-hmm. And Polly D uh, put it on his story, liked it, and then he commented on it. No shit. If you, if you go to the Crowny with uh, with with the Polly D lookalike Crowny, you'll see his comment. Like he put like fire flames or shit. Damn. I mean, I didn't make no money out of that shit, but you know, it's cool yeah. just to be acknowledged, you know? Yeah. For Definitely sure. Cool. Yeah, that's it's really cool. Like I've I've always been to like not too like, but like I've been into like pop culture, not pop culture, but just I I've yeah. just been into that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. and I I just love how you like incorporate it into your art all the time. And it's it's weird because every time you put something out, I'm like I I kind of know where that's from. Yeah, that's cool, man. No, I appreciate you paying attention and noticing because like people are like, oh, like. So you just like like stuff? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. You know, like what, what do you say to that? You know, but. Like when you you notice what it is, you know, you it sounds like you took a step back and you actually try to pay attention to what I was doing. It's like, oh yeah, yes, I love movies. I fucking love movies. I love reading. Um, I have stacks and stacks of books in my room. It's just my favorite thing to do. Before I had like friends and fucking played sports and got out of my shell, like books were my best friends. Yeah. You know, I just cracked them open and man, that was my escape. You know, I got a it like and I fed my imagination, bro. You know, and it, I love reading. You know, I hate nonfiction though. It's not really my thing, but like a good novel or fucking poetry. I've always loved poetry. Yeah, always loved poetry. Who's your favorite poet? Uh, Charles Bukowski. Charles Bukowski. He's uh, he's a realist. He's an asshole. He's he's out there. <laughs> I read a little bit of his stuff. It's it's really good. It's it's a lot of stuff that I I I can relate to. What I loved about him is that, and I feel like he helped me out with my voice was. Um, was the fact that he just wrote about what he knew, right? And that was like, you know, like the low, like low middle class America that just struggles, man. You know, like there's people who are working dead end jobs, making it, you know, try to make it paycheck to paycheck, you know, like, excuse me. And talked about America's ugliness, you know, at a time where, you know, everything else that was selling was nothing to it. You know? It took him years to get famous. He was damn near out the door when he started getting, you know, paid attention to, you know? Yeah. But I, got, I, I love the fact that, like, I even resonated with him. Like, I mean, contextually, I don't know if you knew this, but, like, he, he had a really bad, like, self-esteem. And he was, like, horribly, like, tormented because, like, his dad, like, beat his ass all the time. And he was an alcoholic. He became an alcoholic. And that's what he ever just wrote about, you know? But it's like, I don't know. I, I feel like 
And I wrote this once too. I was like, I felt like the, some of the most beautiful people I've ever met in my life were like, they didn't have their shit together. You know, there were the people that I was like stumbling out of the bar fucking like up north at like three, four in the morning and shit. But we talked about life and we talked about fucking surviving and, and, and living and, and what it means to do what we're doing, you know? And it's like, man, it's like, you wouldn't imagine it from, you'd be like, oh, he's a fucking like, he's a bum. Yeah. Right? A bum. It's like, no, these, <laughs> these people know things, you know, because life is about perspective. Yeah. And if you actually pay attention and give people a shot to teach you theirs, you might learn something. Yeah. You might really learn something. I feel that, man. You could always learn something from somebody. Who was it that said something about, um, I think it was a president. He said, uh, you could talk to a million and one people and you could learn something from each of them. It may be, and each time it may be either what you want to do or what you don't want to do. Okay. Who, who said that? I don't know that one. Uh, I think it's a president. Was it? Yeah. I don't know. Charles Bukowski said, find what you, lo- what is it? Find what you love and let it kill, and let it kill you. Yeah. Find what you love and let it kill you. He's out there, man, because I love I love his writing. He's he made me comfortable just being myself, you know, like I'm I'm unfiltered already, man. Yeah. Like just write what I feel. You, you ever know? get worried about like offending people with like this day and age with the whole uh, like. Well, the, yeah, the world's really sensitive now. That is 100% yeah. true. And you have to tread lightly. Right. But it's like. And not to be. Not to sound like an asshole, be disrespect or, uns- or not being, you know, being insensitive, but it's like. You don't have to follow me, you know? Right. And if you stumbled on my shit, then I'm sorry, block me, you know? But it's like, this is just my opinion. Like, it, you either take it or you leave it, right? But there are people that, like, they always have something to say, right? But I still don't even get that. Like, I've gotten those comments before. Like, oh, you're fucking biting off a of fucking Basquiat because of my crown, right? Or like, oh, you're fucking doing this. Like, there's really bad comments on Cooley Says, too. Don't get me wrong. Really? Yeah, besides the fucking the love I get, though, there's a lot of hate in that shit, too. Trust me, uh, I, re- I read it all the time and it, it doesn't do anything to me, bro, because if you focus on what you don't have, then you're always going to be feeling like you're, you're missing out on stuff. But I focus on what I do have. And that's why I try to I live, even though I regardless of what I go through, what goes in my head, I still live life. I feel like fool because I focus on what I do have. And that's, you know, the people that read my work, the people that buy my merch, the people that go to our parties, you know, yeah. the people that I call friends that I can call at any point in time, my family, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I still feel fool, even though that I know I'm not 100%. But, yeah, man, life is about perspective. It is. Yeah, this whole cancel culture thing, it's, it's, it's very weird. It's, like, even now, like, doing what I do or whatever, like, I, I kind of have a filter on my mind, mm. on my mouth or whatever. Yeah. It's, I don't know, it, it scares me because, like, it's, I'm talking all the time, you know, people are listening to me, like you said, right. like, you know, it's it's weird. But like, there's a there's a line, though, bro. Like, I feel like people that get canceled because they're doing really fucked up shit, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you can, we're all human. People do make mistakes, but no, nah, there's some people doing some really horrible fucking things, man. So, yes, you know, do do as you please with them, you know? But, yeah. no, nah, I mean, I, I don't feel like I tread lightly. I just, I say what I got to say with in keeping in mind that I want to play fucking switzerland i'm still neutral you know yeah like i mean a lot of people don't know this like i write coolie says in the first person not just because i like talking about myself or because the quote is about me but it's because like i'm subliminal subliminally the fucking models are hitting guys <laughs> subliminally 
like tricking you into saying that in your head. I read poetry out loud, but I'm at least tricking you to read it as if you're saying it. So I want you to say, I feel this or I'm going through this without you even knowing it. And I'm yeah. like, you're literally doing that every time you read Cooley Says, because that's why I write it in first person. You're going to say I and I want you to like without you even thinking about it, hear yourself say, I feel this way just to show you that it's that easy because yeah. I don't want people to ever feel the way I feel. Because I go through a lot and it took me a long time to get where I'm at now. And I know some people are not that lucky, unfortunately, you know, yeah, I hear that. I hear that for sure. And we lose a lot of people, unfortunately. So that's my way of kind of like, I don't want to say tricking, but my way of sneaking it in there for you. Read it as if you're saying it like that's your truth, you know? Yeah. I didn't even notice that. I mean, I also didn't notice that, like, I, I didn't take it as far as like. Oh, this guy's arrogant or he's just, you know, full of himself. I just mm. I read it and I was like, oh, I fuck with this, you know? Yeah. So a lot of the stuff I, I get what you're saying. Mm. Um, you know, like all good things. Yeah. Some things must come to an end. But before I do, yeah. You know, I gotta I gotta certify you for real. Let's do it. Um What are we doing? We're checking this beard. <laughs> no, no, I mean you can. No, nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm still going out <laughs> to the bar after this. <laughs> No, uh, we're gonna we're gonna circle. We're just gonna come full circle now. Um, Let's do it. This bro. conversation went very well. This episode's very well laid out. Um, you know, I didn't give you. You came in here blind. I did, man. I didn't know. What, I didn't know what. I, you got me. I cried, but it's okay, man. <laughs> no, we're, we're gonna out we're, here. we're gonna we're gonna close it out going full circle now. Um, there's this thing written. It's a. It's in Latin. Yeah. It's um, non aminus moriar. Tattooed on my chest, right under Roman numerals 1961. Not all of me shall die. And what that means to me, uh, with my my father was born in 1961, is that even though he's gone, not all of him shall die. His blood is running through my veins. The lessons that he left me is in my heart. And people may people may may go, but their love is forever. And not no names Moriar. Amen to that, bro. That's the one. That's the one. That's definitely the one. And when I seen that, I um, I had to bring it in here. I, I had to talk about it because, um, well, that's for real. First of all, that's for real. Congratulations. Appreciate You're now for real certified. Um, Blessings, man. You know, you got the full experience here. You definitely chopped it did. up with me. You made it through the ringer of questions and yeah. know, thoughts that I wanted to know about you. And I, and and, it, and it's never the end, right? Because you never finish that knowing somebody. Right, right, right. But uh, start of something beautiful, man. I feel it. That 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 really, like, I could dig that. Appreciate and especially, it, like, when I found out what it meant, it, it's like, I guess it was, it's in Latin. It is in Latin. And yeah. it's like, you know, not all of me shall die. And like you said, it, it's it's your father's blood running through you. But at the same time, it's like that that passing, that 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 silver lining. Right. It's like not just his blood, but I feel like, well, for me, when my dad passed, I genuinely feel like a lot of his wisdom and a lot of his his consciousness yeah. flowed right through me. Yeah. Like it just went. It's like your inheritance, you know? Yeah. Besides besides genetic flow. genetic wisdom being passed down, it was right. just like literally like this is my last moment here. I'm going to give it to somebody, one of my kids, like here, yeah. here's this. Boom. And cuz the day he passed, um we were in the hospital, we were sleeping there, we were slumming it. Yeah. And I woke up the day of 
and we like I had a splitting headache, and until I read your like your tattoo, yeah, I I didn't understand why my head hurt so bad, like straight down the middle. Yeah, like the worst pain I've ever felt. Like to this day, as a grown man, I I still remember that pain, and whenever I talk about it or whoever I share it with. It's it's just like oh you had a headache or something you know it's just it, right. but to me it's weird and when I read your your tattoo I was like that's what happened so I want to ask you what was passed down to you what besides your blood what what do you see in you or other people see in you that's your father um well. Everybody in my family, uh, from my mother to my brother to, you know, my dad's sisters, they all say that, like, everybody says that my little brother looks like my like my dad. Shout out to Run With The Bull. Mm-hmm. I actually designed all his fitness brand shit, so highlight that shit, too. <laughs> um, but everybody says that my little brother looks like my dad, but everybody says that and agrees that I act like my father. So I have a sense of humor. I have his, like, wittiness. You know, I, I, I care about people the way he does. And he did it like, I mean, I grew up him loving his best friend, like in front of me my whole life. You know, he like loved my mom to death, bro. Like, like they're like my favorite love story, man. Yeah. Um, so that he left me with like his wisdom from every experience and story that he ever left me with. You know, he left me with beautiful moments of us just sitting next to each other, eating a fucking bag of roasted peanuts on the floor, watching fucking old Kung Fu flicks and Clean Eastwood flicks and you know, just a whole bunch of movies. Like he, he's the reason why I love movies so much. Yeah. I used to want to run outside and, and go go play, and he'd be like, "Yo, yo, Rick, Rick, go go get the cacahuates, mijo, and like and like sit down. This is a really good movie." I'm like, "Nah, I'm trying to go outside." Like, no, no, siéntate. This is a good movie. <laughs> After a while, I stopped fighting it. I was like, "Hell yeah, they got another movie!" Like, you know, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. he left me with, he just he left me where he left me with everything that he like where he left off. That's what he left me with. Yeah. And I get to do that, you know, and I get to love my kids the way he loved me and my brother, you know, and I'm, I'm going to love my wife the way he loved my mother, you know, like he left me everything I ever needed and I'm proud to be his son, man. Yeah. So he left me with everything to be the best me. Yeah. So rest in peace to my dad, rest in peace to your father, man. One last question. Go for it. If you could ring your dad right now, what would you tell him? Oh, man. I don't know if I could tell him anything, man. Like you had the one chance right now, like. Shit, I don't know. That's a good question. Nobody's ever asked me that. And I've never thought about it, actually. Like sometimes like shit happens in the world and I'd be like, man, I wonder what my dad would have said about yeah. this shit. Because he was funny. He was so fucking funny. Yeah. So hilarious. So like I would have loved to hear what he thought about like fucking like Trump being president for sure. Because <laughs> he's my, my dad is hilarious, bro. Yeah. He was like, he's like the person that walked in a room and you just know he was going to fuck shit up. Like, that was my dad. Yeah. And he didn't drink because he's diabetic. He didn't drink. He smoked a cigarette every once in a while. But, yeah, no, I don't know what I would ask him, man. But I, I would love, I would just love to hear his voice, you know? Yeah. Just catch up. You know, how is it up there? You know, is it worth it? Right. You know, is it like, is it worth the wait? You know, is it everything they say? How's John Sebastian? He loves John Sebastian. Oh, so he's probably shit. chilling, chopping it up with him up there, you know? But I wouldn't know what I what I would ask him, though, bro. That's a really good question. Maybe I'll get back to you and I'll, I'll let you know when, once I get to that answer. For sure. Yeah. That was it, man. That was that was the, the episode. No, this is an honor, man. I appreciate you hey, having me here. Hey, hey, hey. Shit. You're the OG cool. I mean, you bless my mic. Shit, it's a, the honor is all mine. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. Honestly. I hope you have a good night, safe night. You get out there and uh, 
Yeah, I got that thing on me too. I got my pen, so I'm ready to write on the back of some receipts tonight. Oh, that's what I wanted to ask you. What's up? How does how does that whole receipt thing go? Um, I was really drunk at the bar one time, and I was inspired by seeing you know, those overly affectionate couples, or you know, the couple that's fighting in the corner, or the hot single girl with all her friends trying to forget probably the asshole that did her wrong, you know? Yeah. And I just like, I'm just observing all this and I wanted it just to write something down. And I never realized at the end of the night, if you go out drinking, the bar literally gives you a pen and a piece of paper to write. All I had to do was flip <laughs> over the receipt. And then I was like, holy shit. So that's receipt quotes was born. And usually I'm out of my fucking mind. Probably like the worst grammar and like spelling errors are in those quotes. But I feel like it's the realest because I'm like, you know how people say, uh, uh, drunken, what was drunk or sober thought? What is it? Yeah, drunken words or sober thoughts. Right, yeah. boom. Then that's what you get. You know, you literally get me at my, I guess my best and my worst. You know, of the night. You know, yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's receipt quotes. That's really cool because I see a lot of people share them when they get them, mm -hmm. and it'd be like a weird, like like not even connected to anybody we know or anything like right, that. Right. And it's like what the fuck? That shit trips me out all the time, bro. Like it still trips me out. Somebody just told me that they found my words on the explore page. I'm like, holy shit! I'm on people's explore pages now. Like that's. That's why I did the giveaway, because I was so happy. Like, really? Like, that's yeah. fucking great. You that's know? awesome, bro. Yeah, no, it's, oh, it's a blessing. All right, man. You know, any closing thoughts before we leave? Um, nah, life is about perspective. Just because you don't have doesn't mean you can't. And live and die by that. Peace. Awesome. This is Eric for real, and I'll see you guys on the next one. Later. All right, everyone, that was the show. It's been for real. And if you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed making it, go ahead and like, share, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. It'll be greatly appreciated. Thank you. <laughs>